Kush. And what the fuck did we watch this week? Uh, we watched video drama. Swing and a miss, Kai, Swing with the with the selections. Don't watch this movie yeah. unless you're look look unless you're doing homework on David Cronenberg and you need to get into your uh, contemporary '80s body horror and other non-standard storytelling, folks. Then watch this, right? If you need to like do do some sideways homework on like, wow, Naked Lunch was weird. Where else does this go? Like, I dig. Mm-hmm. Fine. I like James Woods. I like David Cronenberg. I like all these things. I like Blondie Naked. Yeah, great, great. Yeah. yeah. The only the only detail here, the the first right off the top, because this rates higher than I think Scanners to, for Cronenberg. Interesting. It, it's like, I don't think I've ever seen Scanners to be honest. I respect that other people like that movie. However, <laughs> so going, I haven't seen that. Going on that scale though. <laughs> This movie, I think the first thing... I don't want to just shit on it. I don't. Because there are things... There's some cool stuff. There's some cool stuff, and then there's some themes that he touches on, which I get, I get, I get. But this is a long 87 minutes with credits. (laughs) How do you make 87 minutes this long? I felt like I was watching this all day. Yeah, yeah, I got... So, dig this. I, I got through the first half hour, and then I was like... I, I, it's 10.30. I got to go to bed. Yeah, you went to bed. It. You usually hang in. You're like, all right, let me just... I don't want to yeah. watch it. Because yeah. you say, I don't want to start this more than once. Yeah. Like, you just want to go one through. I I didn't have it. I didn't have as much trouble, but it felt long and meandering. But I'll tell you why. And, and I think I've boiled this down. The first thing is, this movie did not age well. No, no, it does not. Because at the time, you could have convinced people, like, video, video is different. New, it's coming out. Oh, video. He uses a Betamax player, by the way. Yeah. That's... Uh, that's it's not video video that you know, uh, but this, well, this, was, this was still at the time where could, the the war for VHS and beta was going was, on exactly. But th- these are, but also this is a we're talking about a guy who runs a, a TV studio, so all of his tapes should be Betamax anyway. I didn't understand that he said that he run, was running a TV studio yeah. for a bit. I don't know how I missed this. Yeah. So I, cable. Civic, Civic Cable, TV. yeah, Channel 38. Channel 83. Channel 83. I cable 12. Wow, on the UHF dial. Mm. I must have, I don't know how, this happens occasionally. I must have a brain fart or thinking about something. I did not know he was programming a cable station to like maybe halfway through the movie okay. or like a third or something. So that was confusing. I thought he ran some sort of like high-end video store or mm-hmm. something. Because he hangs out a lot in the lab with the one guy who keeps calling him Patron. And he's he's Patron, which I like. And then he uh, also is trying to develop things. He's like checking out. He's sourcing stuff. Like, what do you got? What do you got for me? He's, mm-hmm. he's people bring him things yeah. to the. Like, here's this Japanese series. Yeah, and they're like, here. Well, here's episode one, two. He's like, no, 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 no. What, give give what? me thirteen. Give me episode three. He's like, you won't understand. He's like, I don't need to understand it, babe. Just chat, describe chat, chat. Civic TV, the station that he runs. What what is their content? What's their like, mission? What's their goal? I don't know what their mission or their, con- or their goal I had to read is. Wikipedia to figure it out because oh, I couldn't. Okay. And it again, feels like public access. Again, it hinges also that he's in Canada. Yes. They're Canadian. They're Canadian. All Canadian. Well, I think that's most Cronenberg movies, though. Uh, that's definitely it? the case with Nightbreed. That is true. I forgot about that. But. Um, you okay about that? I could I was burping. I couldn't tell. <laughs> I couldn't tell that it was Canada until Northland. I didn't I didn't quite get I just, that. I had to read it in the credits. I had to read it in the credits. That's kind of a thing because when I think back to that time, I'm like, in the US, it was not a thing to broadcast 
porn, hardcore or otherwise, right. onto the UHF. Because mm-hmm. I would have enjoyed that mm-hmm. at the time. I would have, I think, please, hey, toss it on over. So it being Canadian and a little, it, that I think you need to know that, actually. Like, in Canada, they got different rules. Mm-hmm. The teetotal and FCC is not going to come and throw you a fine for having a nipple um, mishap, I think. Maybe they will. Maybe. I don't know. However, I didn't get that. But he is into some sick shit. Yeah, he, he, he's that guy who's seen it all and uh, just he's looking for the next big fix. And there's a line in there that I, oh my God, here, 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 here. Uh, it sums up in the, in the, in the, on Wikipedia I had to go to, which taught me a lot because I didn't know that's what I was watching, mm-hmm. which is bad. So we, Max Wren, that's the name of James Woods, Max, Max who runs Civic TV, Channel 83. Um, He's looking for something to break through to a new audience, which, okay. One morning, he is summoned to the clandestine office of Harlan, who operates Civic TV's unauthorized satellite dish, which can intercept broadcasts from as far away as Asia. Harlan shows Ren Videodrome, a plotless television show apparently being broadcast out of Malaysia, which depicts brutal torture and eventual murder of an anonymous, of anonymous victims in a reddish-orange chamber. Believing this to be the future of television, Max orders Harlan to begin unlicensed use of the show. So they're showing... Okay, so Harlan, that's the dude who keeps calling him Patron. The nerdy guy. Okay, I thought that was always in the TV studio or TV station. I thought that was there, too. Okay, but he was always going to the optics uh, optics center. Was it? There, There's some... For whatever reason... Why? Uh, I didn't get that it was... pick up your glasses, yeah. just regular eyeglasses, was being run as a front for a, a video lab. We think. Maybe, or they were... T- Therein lies the crux, because at a certain point, they give away the game and say, oh, yeah, all of this may not be real. About halfway through the movie, they're like, you're hallucinating. And then by the end of the movie, we're completely hallucinating, (laughs) which at a point I did just check my watch and say, like, you haven't given us any road markers to believe any of this. And the ending feels like. Uh, oh, let me ruin it. I'm going to ruin it for you. So you really, he just shoots himself with a weird scabby gun hand. Weird scabby gun hand, yeah. Mutant new flesh gun hand. So. Yeah. All hail the new flesh. We can't, and he Whatever saw that, that on TV and then he copied it and did it. So you could either assume he went through this crazy endeavor and killed himself because he was having some sort of like episode mm-hmm. and just he divorced from reality. Or this movie would work like you cut to the scene later and he's back in the lab and he wakes up with, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because this movie is a almost a better Jacob's Ladder than Jacob's Ladder. I disagree. This, this movie focuses completely on are you inside of it or not, mm-hmm. and it, it does step over at a certain point. Because a lot of those dream the scenes are shot like I can't tell if I'm, we're in a dream because people react strangely to things. There are situations where people have guns or are being mutilated and they don't react the way you yeah. would think, and it's all There's very surreal. It's all it's all just. It just felt to me like, oh, no, this is all a dream. It was all a dream at a certain point. There's a scene where your wife beats his office assistant, and then she's like, no, you didn't hit me. What are you talking about? Well, she transforms into Nikki, his girlfriend. That's right. He, she transforms while he's hitting her. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, it goes back to the office assistant that came to visit him. It's like, are you okay? It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to hit you. He's like, you didn't hit me. And yeah, they're, like, they're telegraphing. They're very obviously waving their arm at us going like, no, it it um, it's a dream. It's none of this is real, and he keeps having to like he has a he has a chest vagina. Yeah, has a chest vagina. chest vagina that opens up, 
And they put the the tapes into it, but he also hides a gun in there. You can probably put your wallet in there. Oh, for sure. You You can probably roll up a hoodie and tuck it in there, too, you know, for later. (laughs) Get your your boarding pass in there. Your kids' shoes. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, this movie has some cool features. Torso vaginas, gun tumors, and, of course, the most confusing mic drop exclamation of all time. He goes up to, he grabs, okay, everybody, wait a minute. Here's how this movie goes. At one point towards the end of the movie where we haven't been sure if it's been real for 30 minutes, he runs up onto the stage where they're announcing the spring line, the sacred spring line of glasses. Mm. And there's a full, like, dance and musical review show. And That's right. there's That's an right. MC and whatever. And this is to announce the fall line in Toronto. Like, what? What are you talking? Again, very dreamlike. Yeah. Um. Videodrome told him to kill this man. Videodrome, he goes up and he kills the guy, and then he grabs the mic out of his hand and he says, Forget Videodrome! New Flesh Forever! <laughs> mic drop. And it's like the most confusing one. Because <laughs> yeah. we were not tipped as to what New Flesh exactly is. We, we don't know what the new it has, is. I think we think it has to do with the growing of tumors. Videodrome is a signal. It controls your mind. There was a very telling line, like Dr. Oblivion, who's the guy that... Dr. Oblivion. Oblivion. He's either the guy that made it or developed it or was persecuted for having discovered it. He's involved. Mm. But he drops a line about... um, uh, That I think is telling, where it's like, whether this is real or not, but to James Woods, where it's like, no, unfortunately, you see more than half your memories are already false video memories and not real ones. Which is the key thing. That, to me, was like, oh, that brought me back. Because it was still like, there's something pinned into this world that's real. But no, I I think the exercise of telling you everything's false and showing you that it's false and then going with that made me go like, are we going to wake up at some point? Like, it didn't really matter. And then he died. It It was like, it's over. We woke up a few times and it still didn't matter. It still did not matter. This whole thing is nonsense. Just, I, I keep going back. What was Videodrome? It's some sort of omnipotent. It, it can't be just be a signal. It has to be, has to be some kind of vessel. Like it, it, it's definitely not Oblivion, but it wasn't. We're we're never really brought forth to what Videodrome was. There's an explanation kind of about how it was developed, but even they don't know what it is. Yeah, and then that's the part they 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 at points when they should have exposition for you. It's more like. Well, we this is how it worked, we think. And it's like they're not sure either, mm-hmm. but it's in full effect, whatever's yeah. going on. And then about roughly an hour into the movie, he, he goes off to kill Oblivion's daughter, and she snaps her fingers or whatever, and he gets shot by another video drone. Another video thing. drone shoots him, but and he's not dead. He's not dead. He, he So again, they've coached us nothing's nothing real or matters. So and, and that's where the whole the new flesh comes from. And then he's he's on a new kick. And it doesn't get any better. Yeah. Um, I, I I couldn't get over that detail where it was like the ending that we saw where he kills himself is like, I don't think that happened. And then if it did, well, good. <laughs> it seems like because they also mentioned like everyone that's undergone the video drone project, they've needs severe psychiatric counseling. Yeah. And it's like, boo. <laughs> Uh, so if you're into that, it did, it did get me at a certain point where that scene where it's like, he's slapping his girlfriend and then it's not her. And then it's her. It was like, mm-hmm. there's little, there's little glimmers of like mind fuckery that mm-hmm. they, they, they pull off and it's like, go kill that guy. And he's on his way. And he's like, why am I doing this? And you're like, that's fucking freaky. 
But there's not enough of that. There's too much like, eh, we're yeah, it's this now. Yeah, after he kills the guy, the eyeglass guy, he ends up just taking shelter in, in an abandoned vessel, an abandoned like oil liner or something that hobos have clearly domesticated, and I, and that's where he shoots himself. Yeah, he he's just in a dirty alley, and then he shoots himself. But they show it to us twice. But the second time's the gun hand, the monster hand too. Mm-hmm. I was hoping for a simple like visual cue, like every time you see crazy monster hand, it's fake. But guys, we have stuff like the monster hand. The TV is on and like working, and that the screen flexes and a hand comes out of it, stretching it outward. And you're like, and that's the cool stuff I like. That's and the cool really, stuff. Yeah, where I, you're I, like, I like the, the practical effects in this. Like they're they're usually riddle, it's they're what they're doing is they're blowing up a latex balloon. And yeah, they're, they're stretching a hand out, or they're they're projecting. We're projecting Blondie's lips on it, Debbie Harry's lips on it. Yes. Like, that shit is cool. Um, but that's, there's not enough of that in this movie. Like, Vagina Chest looks cool for what it is for yeah. 40 bucks. I like Tumor Gun Hand. Tumor Gun Hand's but good. But there's no, no proper comp, uh, combination for it in this movie. Yeah. Barry, uh, Barry uh, the, Convex uh, has probably the best death in this. <laughs> Which one is he? He's he's the eyeglasses guy. Oh, that fucking guy. And then he gets yeah, yeah, yeah. shot, and then I thought they were going to show us why he's freaking out, but he gets killed, and then he just writhes on the ground, and, like, a, to- a tumors push out of gaps in his head and yeah, he got shot. chest. But still, like, they don't explain what's going on, but it seems like he's demorphing, devalving. Well, what's his nuts? Uh, the, the, eyegla- the other guy... Um... He's inserting a tape into Homeboy's vagina chest. Every time they bring out a tape that's of the um, uh, Videodrome series, it 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 goes from a tape to melting. It starts to pulsing. flesh. Yeah, and they do. And the pulsing is cool, but it looks very rubbery today. They do, it does. It, it was yeah. cool. Things breathe. Like the yeah. TV starts breathing. TV, yeah, and, and that's a cool factor. And, and that factors into the the memories that you're seeing. He's having these hallucinations, and it seems. It seems silly, but at the same time, it's like, at the same time, it's like, um, no, if we were, it, it's a visual cue of knowing, like, he doesn't think he's interacting with the TV in that thing. He thinks the person is there, mm-hmm. but that's the, that's the director's way of telling us that he thinks that it's real, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. I thought that was clever. I got, I kind of got that, actually. Okay. I don't know if that's true, but I've read other critics going on about the same kind of like, oh, blah, blah, blah. That they set up for us that the Mr. Oblivion saying some most of your half your memories now and it'll get worse are fake. They are from the video, and it's like, oh no, if we don't see what he's seeing, right? Mm-hmm. And then there's a scene saying like, oh no, we recorded one of your hallucinations, and we that's said in some sinister way. So we don't know if this is like a dream on top of a dream. They get away from reality, which lost me ultimately, <laughs> but. Yeah, I know there were parts of it like, no, there was a, he had a cool trap going with the they want to broadcast. We find out that his buddy Harlan was actually working for Barry, the eyeglasses guy. Yes. Or at least James Woods thinks this because this all fits to, again, somebody having just a crazy psychotic episode. Like mm-hmm. he went back to the, the, the optical store and shot some and blew up, blew it up because there was a guy there doing stuff. You know what I mean? Like this mm-hmm. fit. And he goes to the TV station and shoots two board members because they were part of the video drone project or no, they weren't. Actually, he was just told that by a voice. He is. Uh, the, there are consequences. Uh, his, his face is all over TV now. for yes. Those murders. He's so. walking around on the street and nobody. 
nobody says anything, but they're plastering his face about like, is this a murderer? Yeah. There are many dreamlike elements to this. Like, what? Why isn't what? <laughs> uh, they did a good job of it being weird, but we couldn't carry it to that last second. I will say. This movie was thankfully what eighty seven minutes or something. Eighty seven minutes with credits. <sighs> that was good. That at, at least that point was like all right, fine. I could if I if I if five minutes goes by and I can see it like tick by, like it feels like something. You know, I what had I mean? to power out those last fifteen minutes before the credits. <sighs> I had man. to tough it out, like, man. Uh, the second day, I started off at the thirty minute point. Got another thirty minutes, and it was just like, how long longer is this? It's like, oh, not just another fifteen. All right, okay. Yeah. All right, let's do this. But this I, movie fucking sucks, yo. I it doesn't because here's what I was saying was like what the back then, right? It's got enough. Mind. If we were reviewing this twenty years ago, I think our minds would be blown. Right I think now. our minds would be fucking blown. Yeah. One, your big problem why I said it didn't age well is that you couldn't convince people now that this was the future of video. Yeah. Right. Because they do a thing where it's like, look at this hole of all these tapes. This is the best way to capture what a person was, is mm-hmm. them recording different videotapes. And you're like, well, now that's stupid. <laughs> we've, got, <laughs> we've got the circle and the ball and whatever. You know, yeah. there was more technology. So technology passed it. So that's not in and of its own fault. I think the bigger thing is, I think I would have gotten turned off then too. Like, yeah, I don't know. Is that real? However, this came out before Jacob's Ladder, like mm. eight years. So it uh, before Jacob's Ladder, before The Ring, before TurboGrafx sixteen. Exactly. So I think we would have liked this, this. Thing was ahead of its time for nineteen eighty three. I think we would have liked this if we saw it. Like we reviewed it at the time. Oh. It's different. It's mind fucky. There's sex. There's whatever. And then there isn't bent about like James Wood saying like, no, I want to know what's a what's real under those sheets. Like I think. That sentiment at the time was dangerous and edgy and out and like alternative. You know what I mean? Like that was mm-hmm. where where he was at the time. Mm-hmm. But no, it doesn't hold up. And uh, there is a there is a um, a great scene right before he shoots himself where he's watching himself shoot himself, mm-hmm. and the TV he's watching on explodes. explodes into meat and tentacles. Yeah, that was good. I like that. But I think guess that was symbolic for him. Breaking the machine. He also got a directive from Nikki to defeat Videodrome. Mm-hmm. But she, it seems like she's Videodroming him. She, she's been dead. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. At some point I checked out. She's dead. A lot, they interact with a lot of people that have been dead. Videodrome's this. It grows tumors. It causes tumors. Yeah. Oh, or it comes from tumors. And it, it broadcasts. Him, yeah. They want to hijack his station. Everything about this is true. Is this an alien? Is this he's a masochist? He's not. Or... It's from outer space. It's from Pittsburgh. It's from Indonesia. Yeah. We don't know, guys. It, the, yeah, I, I would guess this thing leaves more questions than answers. It does. As a movie, we're like, man, I don't know. But uh, as a, as a style piece about like, all right, I like James Woods. It's creepy Carlton and weird. Hughes goes to every time. There it is. It's a. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> it's a movie. It's it's creepy. It's got body stuff. It's like I like fine. Carlton Keys, I'm sorry. Yeah, I like Carlton Keys too. It's fine if you want all that. I don't have anything else to add, dude. I got. I'm out of gas. What, what do you? How do we remake Videodrome, Kai? Uh, if what, you what toss... format do we use? Do we do we just go digital MP4? Do do we keep it to the to the old school where it's a video cassette? It could be beta. Could be VHS. Christopher Nolan's gonna have to tell us. <laughs> <laughs>